this is episode 32 and yes the day has finally come where i get to talk about player hating i know everyone has been asking for this and i haven't got to it well guess what today is the day and since last week i didn't get to touch on anything entertainment even though i had hella entertainment today you'll get that and a whole lot more but hey you know what time it is a-okay turn that beat up good everybody welcome back to in bones mind i am your host as always bones also known as the mexican michael b jordan and pharrell's long lost son i hope you guys are doing fantastic today because i feel freaking good today uh i don't know what it is uh i feel organized today (laughs) i freaking finally got to clean my room just the way i wanted it i still got to do some stuff just aced my English final right now. Yes, I said ace, not just passed or barely enough. I aced it. I also had some help too from a, a classmate, but even besides that, like I could have just done it myself. It was pretty easy. It was just it was it was easy, but I don't know. I feel like I'm in the right state of mind today. I just feel good. I feel like my dopamine is at its all time highest right now. I don't know. It just feels fantastic and uh right now before i mean i even got my starbucks fix and uh i know i've told you guys this a lot that like i i would go all the time and i'm trying to keep it to like one or twice a week now this is my first time in like i don't know like yeah like over a week and uh as much times as i've gone i never had that starbucks app as much money as i spent there i never had that app so i was hella losing on points and all this other stuff and I had to hit on my homie Tron. I was like, hey, dude, I don't know how to use this thing. He explained it to me. And uh, I didn't even have to go through a lot of trouble. I, I could uh, just, like, reload the money from the app and whatever. And, uh, yeah, I just got this freaking, I don't know what drink this is. It's like a kiwi coconut milk, whatever. And I got a little protein box. I feel good right now. Um, it was funny because when I pulled up to the drive through I told the guy, I was like, hey, um, I know it's already paid for, but I've never done this uh the point thing so what i do you just scan it or like what he's oh yeah um he scanned it and then he's like oh yes i hope you know that um when you order it from your phone like once it's already paid you automatically get the stars so you don't really got to do this but since you did this i guess that's like just getting like doubling doubling up your stars or something or uh, yeah something like that and then i was like so i could uh like get stars when I order and then I come and order again like I mean when I come uh, pick up my drink and he's like yeah but he looked hella confused and I was like all right and he just started like laughing like I don't know what it is maybe my energy was uh contagious today or something and this will just started laughing just because I gave him like this freaking smile and he was just like I don't know it just looked like it made his day but I know that a lot of you guys are listening to this right now on your way to work uh when you're getting out of work or even during work but just so you guys know, I might be out of work, and I'm sure a lot of you guys have already heard about um, whatever Newsom is going to do that shutdown again. They said, like, it's going to be, like, three to three or four weeks or something like that. We, we all know that's going to be way longer than that. Remember last time they said that, and it became six, what, it's like three months or something, like, we were out. But, uh, yeah, I, I'm not really tripping. Uh, I already adapted to how it was working, you know, with a mask on, all this other stuff, taking precautions, because honestly, either way, we're taking a risk. Um, even the people that do stay at home most of the time, sometimes they even get sick. And I mean, life's a risk, but 
they haven't uh, exactly told us as barbers like hey um you got to get out i know they have told people in like bakersfield and stuff like that like hey um you guys got to shut down or whatever and uh, i was talking to my co-workers and they were like so what you think we should just uh shut it down this week or whatever and i was like you know what honestly dude we should just stay until they actually come to the shop and kick us out like what if we still have time and um, we could still be there, you know? And I even uh, cut one of my clients here the other day that's on city council. And I told them, I was like, hey, so, like, are, are we supposed to not be here anymore? Or, like, what's going on? And he's like, um, well, the percentage in uh, Portugal right now is, like, 19%. And once it gets down to 15% with, you know, the cases or something, like, I, f- I forgot how it goes. But he says something on percentages. He said once it gets to 15%, that's when you guys are getting shut down but they won't know exactly until after um the rest of these tests are done because as you guys know like it was just thanksgiving and everyone knows like no one's stupid you know like there's big gatherings even though like right here in my house there's only a couple of us but you know you've seen everyone on snapchat people had huge gatherings like people that think that covid's not real or something you know they had huge gatherings so um i know a lot of people haven't even got tested and stuff on low key i'm not low key serious i haven't even got tested I just, uh, you know, I just don't really go around anybody and I take precautions or whatever. Uh, I feel good and everything, take my vitamins and all that. But I don't know. I mean, I try not to worry about anything because they say when you do worry, that's how your immune system is another way to get weak. So, you know, I just try not to worry about it. I'm just kind of like whatever. I already adapted to it. So as of right now, I'm still going to be at the shop. Hopefully uh, next week when I have another episode, hopefully I'm still at work. But if not, well screw it but i'm gonna stay at the shop until the uh quote enforcement comes and kicks me out like jazz and the fresh prince you know in the fresh prince whenever freaking uncle phil throws out jazz i'm gonna stay at the shop until that happens until they come in and tell us hey you guys got to get up get up out of here and then i'll leave you know because after that it's kind of like selfish of me to even try to sneak around and try to cut hair at the shop because um it won't affect me it'll affect my boss and he's the one that has to pay a fine and th- that's not cool so uh once they come and tell us hey you guys gotta shut down i'm not even gonna try to fight it you know it's like because if i have to sacrifice me not going into the shop and you know having like a more of a gathering even though i know we don't have big gatherings at work it's only three of us cutting hair with one customer at a time and sometimes yeah they bring like another person or something like that but still it's not that crazy but if I have to sacrifice me doing any of that just for everything to go back to normal, then I'm going to do it. Because I know there's so much people out there that don't have the same option I have. Like, I know I'm good financially right now and I could miss work or whatever. But there's people that have families and stuff and that's where it sucks, you know. Like, a lot of jobs, they don't even give them the pay they need. Or, like, even when they're like, oh, well, if we can't work then you guys don't get paid they don't even get like no paid time off or nothing like that so whatever if i gotta sacrifice it uh, i'm not tripping at all and for all the people that keep whining and say like oh i gotta wear a mask i don't like wearing a mask and like dude shut the hell up for you only gotta wear a mask whenever you have to when you go to the store or something like we know for you're at home relax dude i'm at work for like i don't know like eight to ten hours a day sometimes and I got to wear the mask the whole time, not under my nose, over my whole face. So if you're over there freaking whining about having a mask on, fool, shut up. There's bigger problems than that. Fool, relax. And just because I say that I, I'm going to all sacrifice my time of not being at work or whatever, that doesn't mean that um, 
if you have to sacrifice being out there and doing something for money, like doing something on the side or whatever, like example, like if I had to cut hair in my house or something like that, because I don't know, I have like kids or something like that, then do it. You know, who am I to tell you what and what not to do? Because in reality, I'm not over here paying your bills. So if it's like crazy like that, if you're not getting unemployment or something, go get your bread. I'm not mad at you. But now that I got that out of the way, the time has come. A lot of people have been telling me, hey, when are you going to talk about the whole player hating, all the other stuff you were talking about in that one episode? Well, guess what, bud? Today, you guys are going to get it. It may not be long. It may not be as like long as what you guys may have thought it would be. But like I always say, no matter how long the episode, how short the episode is, it's going to be packed with gems. It's always about quality, not quantity to me. So here you go. When I was thinking about uh, this topic and how sensitive it could be or whatever, because I know a lot of people are just weenies and stuff, you know, but it's like just, you know, man up already. But when I was thinking about this topic, I was like, all right, how can I come about it? This, How can I say something without not saying it the wrong way or not uh, people thinking that it's out of a specific person or nothing? Because you guys already know um, when I talk about stuff like this, it's always about myself. It's always about something personal. If not, it's about like other people that I know and it's not like I would name be like dropping names or anything like that, but it's like it's all from personal experience and it's just stuff that I learned from. So I kept it off for a couple of weeks, right? And uh, as you guys know, and this is like, yeah, I know I was going to talk about this in the entertainment section, but I thought it would be better to talk about it in this segment when I'm actually talking, you know, the real bones, the unfiltered bones. So as you guys know, uh, that new Selena special, it just came out and I binged it. Uh, I finished it uh, last night. It took me like two days to finish it. It wasn't that long. It was like nine episodes. They were like around 30 minutes each. And to tell you the truth, I did not have that much knowledge about Selena beforehand. Yes, I've seen the movies. Yes, I've listened to the music. And for the ones that don't know, I used to play an instrument and my brother used to play an instrument. And I'll talk about that after I'm done with this. But that's just one of the stories I got to tell, you know, after I'm done talking about all this. And to keep it completely real, um, the other day I went to the shop and I know, Willie, you listen to this. Well, fool, check it out. I had just woken up from a nap and I was late to uh, my appointment. It was like around my lunchtime. I was late to the appointment, but that's not the story. We were talking about, uh, I think I was telling my homie Peter, like, hey, uh, are you guys going to check that out? It just came out last night, da, da, da. And I was just saying, just kind of like, just talking, like, not how I usually do. Like, I was just kind of saying, like, I didn't really care about it and stuff like that. And I was like, oh, she was whatever. But, dude, I was freaking, I had just woken up from a nap. I wasn't even thinking straight. But they were quick to put me in check. So they were like, oh, are you serious? Like, come on, you don't know this song. Like, you don't know Bitty Bitty Bama. You don't know da da da. Like, she's this and that, the go, you know? And just from me talking like that, like, not even, I wasn't all there. Like, I was low key hating for no reason at all. And that's when I got to thinking, like, damn, I could really use this when I'm talking about this topic. And the reason I say that is because, like me being dumbass, I had no knowledge of what, you know, her life was like. And then for me, just being, uh, you know, closed minded that day, I just decided to say something stupid and it came out wrong, you know, and that's not how like I felt, you know, but a lot of people do that even when they're wide awake. 
And I got lucky because I don't know Selena. I don't know her family. And I said that. But imagine uh, if I would have said something like that about someone that I know or like someone from town or someone that could actually tell me something in person just because I wanted to sound dumb, just because, you know, uh, I use it like I'm not even like I use it as an excuse, you know, like, oh, I just woke up and like, yeah, like it's kind of good. You guys know how it is when you guys just wake up. You don't want to talk and everything. And especially me going back to work, I just wasn't all there, you know, but that really got me thinking. But before I go more into depth with this, I'm gonna give you my take on the series. So here it is. In my honest opinion, out of 10, I give it a 10 out of 10. Why? Because first of all, Christian Serratos plays the role of Selena. If you don't know Christian Serratos, she's also known as Susie Crabgrass from Ned's Declassified. And even back then, I thought she was bad. Uh, I had no idea that she was in Twilight and I guess she was in uh, The Walking Dead, I think. Um, But I hated how everyone was uh, just giving her a lot of hate and saying like, oh, Selena doesn't deserve to be looked like that. This girl's ugly, da da da. She don't even know how to lip sync. She don't know how to dance and all this other stuff. And all right, like I give it to you, you know, she doesn't know how to dance, but she did an excellent job playing the role of Selena. And to be completely honest, this is like no disrespect to Selena or anything. It's just my opinion. Uh, I've seen a bunch of other pictures from the past. I have seen a lot of controversy, right? And there's people um, comparing uh, Christian Serratos and Selena to the real Selena in the same uh, years. They were just putting uh, comparing pictures and stuff from the outfits and everything from the show. And uh, honestly, uh, Selena wasn't all that. She wasn't that pretty. I know a lot of you guys don't want to hear that. There's probably freaking girls on here and I'm going like a freaking bunch of the wall and stuff. But like, hey, she wasn't that pretty. Like, I'm not one to talk either because damn, I'm ugly too. But she wasn't how you guys thought in your head how pretty she was like it was mostly all makeup this girl christian serratos don't even have she doesn't even have to wear makeup for her to look good so like loki she did them a favor by you know making her look the way she did and she did look like selena back in those days like look it up you guys are all comparing her to j-lo and stuff like dude j-lo is bad too but like come on fool like literally dude that's like freaking putting me next to michael b jordan like well i know i'm not that handsome you know like come on dude but you can't deny the fact that her acting was great and she, i mean she did her job you know like that's her job to act but anyways since i didn't have that much knowledge like in what really happened in selena's life the show does a good job with uh putting in details that the movie didn't have and then of me, you know, just uh, researching more stuff about her and her family, how it really was, because it, it was pretty sad, you know, like watching it. And I'm not going to spoil it for anybody, but, you know, she went through a lot and she was like, from the looks of it, like she was a happy girl. She never gave anyone attitude. She was always just kind of like, yes, and less, you know, like it was like really bad, but just, you know, it sucks that damn, we didn't even get to see her evolve or anything like that. And now that I'm older, I could finally see, you know, what was really going on in her life. And uh, damn, I freaking hate the dad. Screw Abraham. And her dad reminded me a lot of Michael Jackson's dad. And if you guys haven't seen uh, the Jackson 5 movie, please watch that. And you'll, you'll get a better perspective of, like, how his dad was. 
is called Jackson 5, the, An American Dream. I've watched that so many times along with the Temptations movie, but um, even though Abraham wasn't as bad as Joe Jackson, that fool's still scumbag because he's the one that created the series and he made up his own contract to have the legal rights to Selena's name and her life and just everything. You know, she, he could do whatever he wants. Like, like, damn, let her rest, fool. Like, you're really, like, making money off her when she's dead. And it's like nothing ever changed, like, from watching the series. Like, you could tell right from the beginning that fool was always greedy. So screw that fool. But the outcome of this series connects with what I'm talking about. You know, people hating is because a lot of people don't think before they speak. They just start talking about a bunch of nonsense. And like like I said, you know, like when I woke up that one day, you know, from that nap, and I was, I was just talking a bunch of nonsense and I didn't mean it quickly. I thought about it, you know, whenever I was done. I was like, damn, I sound like an idiot right now. Well, that's how a lot of people sounded, you know, when they talked about like that series and stuff. And like, yeah, I'm not, um, I didn't major in cinematography or nothing like that for me to be like, oh, you know, it's a 10 out of 10. Like, yeah, in my opinion, it is. I think it was a good job overall. But for everyone to mainly hate on just because of what the actor looked like, that's not a good reason at all just to hate. And if you're wondering how does this all resonate with my life or whatever, well, let me tell you from my perspective, one of my experiences, and this is something that happened recently, like, I don't know, like a week ago or something. I had someone that I'm very close to, but I don't see very often, like every once in a gray while. But um, yeah, I was helping them out with something. And during this process, they were like, so I heard you were talking trash about me. And then right, right when they said that, I just like laughed, you know, and I was like, oh, yeah, what I say. And they just kind of like looked at me like with a smirk and kind of like there was nothing really to say, you know. And I was like, tell me, fool, like, what, what did they say? What did that person say that made you think it's OK for you to come at me like that? Because nine times out of ten, if I talk trash about you. I say it to your face and I say nine times out of 10 because every time if I say something about you, I'm going to tell it to your face. If you know me already, I'm going to say it to your face. And that one time that I don't is because I said it and then I said it to somebody. And then after that, I told you to your face. So after I confronted this person, I told him that, you know, and I wasn't mad, you know, like you guys know me like I'm cool. I was like, oh, yeah. What did I say then? Because honestly, if there was something bad, I said it was years ago. Yes, years ago. Like, I'm like, dude, I'm not the same person I was years ago. Like, all of us have changed. So what did I really say? And then, you know, they tell me, like, who said it? And all such. it's just funny, you know. I was like, damn, that's, like, damn, that's funny. Because people that I don't even know, like, someone that could be an acquaintance to me is over here trying to make me look bad to make themselves look good and you know what we call that yes you guys know player hating and the reason that we call it that is because when someone feels threatened of you they're gonna do everything they can to make you look like the bad person don't hate the player hate the game and I'm not over here saying I never played or hated before because I have, but that was a long time ago. But I will tell you this. Have I done it? Yes. 
Did I learn from it? Yes. But these are all lessons that I've learned and that I've grown from. Because in reality, what are the benefits of you hating on somebody? Yeah, you might get a little bit of shine. Maybe you might uh, earn some extra points from, I don't know, a girl or a guy that you're trying to get at. Because whether you like it or not, there's always going to be someone better than you. Uh, that goes for, uh, you know, it could be relationships. It could even be uh, your work. But don't let that be one of your traits because it will cripple you. And it will also weaken the image of your reputation. And am I someone that you should be taking advice from? Nah, you don't have to take advice from me. I tell you guys this all the time. But if you want to take this advice, go ahead. But I'm not one to stand here and be like, well, you listen to the episode. Why didn't you apply that to your life? Because check it out, it's your life. And if you want to live a certain way, then go ahead. But all I'm saying is even though I'm half the age of a lot of people that are wise, there are people that are twice my age and never matured. And they're still doing the same thing that they were doing 20 years ago. So yeah, should you listen to me? You don't have to. But are these gems? Of course. And yes, I'm still learning myself through everything I'm talking to you about every week, something every, that I come up with something like, yes, I'm still learning myself, but I will never force this upon any of you guys. And another thing about player hating, when I said that this can also apply to work, yes, because for example, I've gone this question many times and people have asked me like, hey, how is it, you know, being a barber and a in such a busy town that there's like you know over 30 barbershops like how is that with competition like is there uh like beefs between barbers and all this other stuff and um to tell you guys the truth yeah there is and i can't say specifically who i don't even know a lot there's probably a lot that go on but i have been around enough people and i have been in this industry long enough to know that there are a lot of people that just act fake all the time and it's usually the ones that show the most love that are the ones that are hating. And yes, that is very sad, but it's true. And it's one thing to say that um, a haircut is bad or something like that about another barber's. But it's another to try to take food out of someone else's plate. You know, like, don't go over there and try to be telling people like, oh, yeah, I'm way better than him or whatever the case is, you know. And uh, I've done it, you know, but I was very young when I did it. You know, I was like. 18 or something and then that kind of only lasted like a year that I would be like that and then I kind of started to think to myself like what are the benefits of me even saying that like am I really gonna gain any clients from doing that no have you gained clients from that yeah of course maybe you cut their hair once or twice after that they're never to be seen again and for anyone listening if you're any one of my day one clients yes day one like from the garage but I appreciate even the ones from when I started in the barbershop. But if you have been with me since the garage days, tell me I'm wrong that I still have all the same clients, all the loyal clients, the daily ones. And even if you may not have seen a lot of them, it's because there's been a good amount that have left, you know, like they um, don't live here anymore. And I even have people that, you know, they move down to like L.A. or up north and they wait for me. Like, I'm not even playing like. I have people that won't get a haircut while they're out there and I tell them like, hey, or even if someone moves to like Fresno or something, they tell me like, hey, you know any barbers out here? And if I do, I'll tell them, yeah, if I don't, I'll tell them, hey, you should go on to this uh, on the app that, you know, I use, check out their stuff. 
but I'm not one to tell you to grow your hair out until you have to come to me because I'm not a freaking hater, you know, like it's your hair. If, if you need to look good for something, look good. That's what I'm here for. You know, I'm your fashion consultant. I'm, I'm your therapist. And the reason why I still have all my good clients is because I never switched it up. I never acted in a manner that, you know, was bad about somebody, you know? And if I do, it's like not even anything serious, you know, like, even, and I'll tell you to your face, you know, like, I'll be like, oh, that's a city or something, but it's funny, you know, it's not nothing crazy. And honestly, it's okay to have a little fun sometimes, you know, like be talking about something or, you know, like, let's say uh, someone was like, oh, uh, check out my haircut what do you think and then i just kind of look at them like uh you know if i don't like it i'll just be like uh it's cool and they're like nah screw you it's not good huh and i'll be like ah it's whatever like you should tell them to do this next time or something you know but i've never been the type of person to be like oh you know that haircut sucks you should come to me next time or whatever you know because i'm not trying to take food out of someone else's plate you know like that's not right and the only way I will tell that to somebody is, is if it's been so many times already that uh, someone has gotten messed up or something and they keep telling me like, oh, well, I told him to do this and this. And then I told him what you told me to do this. And it's still not. And uh, once it comes to that point, I'm like, all right, well, um, if you want, you know, you come to me, you know, and then if you like it, cool. If you don't like it, that's fine as well, you know, because everyone has their own preference. But taking food out of another man's or another woman's plate, that's never right. And like I said, everyone has their own preference. I'd rather have Little Caesars over Pizza Hut any day. I know a lot of people think that Little Caesars is cheap and all this other stuff. And that's not the reason why I go. Those fools are just so consistent. Like literally says on the box, hot and ready. (laughs) But enough of all that. I told you guys I was going to give you uh, some quick little stories uh, that has to do with uh, Selena, the series. So here you guys go. So if you guys have seen the series already or just know anything about Selena, you know that the band started off. uh, They're pretty much just a whole family, you know, that started it. And the way that uh, when I was watching it, the way I saw it was like all the practices they had and, you know, just the sacrifices they had to go through and all this other stuff. And you know who else was in a band growing up? Your boy, Bones. And I was also uh, accompanied by my brother, Danny. And uh, it wasn't just us. Uh, This whole thing started because we started off from playing uh, for the church. Uh, This first church we were at, I was like nine years old when I started playing the drums. Uh, I think so my brother was like 10 years old and he played the keyboard. And that was actually nice. Like that was good. But we were super basic for like, I don't know, maybe like a year or two. And then uh, we finally switched churches. And when we got to the next church, uh, the guy that was in charge of the music, he used to have his own band as well. Actually, we ended up finding out once we started playing for him. And once we started playing for him, we learned so much more. Like instead of me doing the basic little or whatever, like full, I was like, I could go off. And even though I didn't go off like at church. Um, the only person that ever really saw me uh, go off on the drums was uh, my friend Jaime. I remember one time, um, I don't know, I don't, I don't know if we were still playing for the church at the time, but we used to have like all the instruments at my house. Like I had the drum set, my brother had a keyboard. I, we actually still have the keyboard. Everything, uh, we gave it away to another church once, you know, we stopped playing them because, I mean, we weren't using them. And it was also funny because, uh, 
our dad never put us into sports. Like me and my brother always wanted to play for the city because we were constantly playing sports and they never did. It was it was always like, oh, we don't have the money for it and da da da. But since we were playing for the church and we got pretty good, our dad decided that maybe we should learn all the instruments. This fool brought bought I already had the drum set. This will have the keyboard. He bought a bass. He bought an electric guitar. He bought the amps and all that. Dude, like the microphones, microphone stands. Like, damn, I wish I had those freaking microphone stands right now. Actually, I'm thinking about it. But we had all that. And I was like, dude, are you serious? Like, this was so much money. Like, you couldn't have just put us into like city sports. Like, damn. But like I said, it wasn't just us in the band. It was uh, the guy that taught us. It was uh, his daughter and then his uh, niece. And uh, they still play, well, her, his daughter still plays, uh, I think, the guitar right now. She sings and stuff. She's still good. I mean, we quit or whatever. Like, we stopped probably, like, when I was, like, a sophomore in high school, I think. But watching the Celine series uh, really gave me um, some flashbacks because, you know, they're, like, constantly never get a break or whatever. And it's just always, like, about the band. And I forgot what days we used to practice on, but we used to practice... Uh, I don't remember actually maybe it was like twice a week or something but it was like sometimes after school like at a certain time like I knew that that's when I was a skater like big time like I had been skating from like seventh grade to like junior year and uh you know I always had to be like oh my friends wanted to kick it I'd be like hey I can't today or I can until this time but then I gotta leave and it was fun while it lasted you know especially like once you get to a certain level where you're like you're you know you're good it's pretty fun to you. Um, it's funny, actually, because if you guys watch the series um, and actually uh, Selena's uh, brother, I didn't know this. One of my uh, homies told me this, that he was researching some stuff. And Selena's brother was the one that like invented Cumbia Kings. And I was like, what the hell? That's crazy. But I say that because <laughs> I, I learned how to play a bunch of uh, other music, you know, because I'm telling you, like the guy that taught us, he knew how to play every instrument like this fool is bad he's still bad i bet till this day like if you told this fool play Jimi hendrix or whatever that fool will do it straight up on an acoustic guitar and i've seen it but i remember uh i forgot what song it was called but there was like a couple songs that we were learning and for everyone else it was easier you know but since i was uh the drum player like i'm the heart of the whole band you know like the drummer is the one that holds the timing for the whole band so I had to learn how to play cumbia and it took me like a whole day just to figure it out because playing it, it was weird. It's kind of like an off beat, but still on beat type of thing. And I finally got it down. And by the time I got it down, once we were switching back to uh, the regular songs we were doing, I couldn't get it out of my head. Like I just couldn't play normal for like a whole day and it sucked, but it was hella funny. Like even the guy was like laughing. He's like, oh, dang, you can't go back. And I was like, dude, I don't know what's going on. But watching the series, uh, I related a lot to it, you know, not like we're going on tour or nothing like that. But there is like a time where it's pretty fun, you know, even when it's like hard sometimes and you finally get that song or you finally get the approval of, you know, your teacher like, oh, all right, like we're good. Like, I know we're going to be good for Sunday or whatever. Like it got to the point where it wasn't fun anymore. And even though it was for a church and like, obviously, you know, like I love God and everything like that, but it got to the point where I feel like we were just kind of being controlled and like, I'm pretty sure my brother can vouch for me too. Like it just wasn't, it wasn't fun anymore and it kind of sucked. And then 
um like i think the the um daughter and the niece quit or something at one point and it was just me and my brother just showing up to practice and like i said i was a skater back then and i loved it you know but then i got to where like he would be like oh well um you should just stop skating and like kind of just focus on this full time and stuff and he didn't even say it in like a manner where it was like like how i just said you know like like a nice way it was just kind of it was almost like do just quit it like you're better at this or whatever and i was like well like i mean i sacrificed my time to be here you know like i don't have to be here but low-key i'm forced to be here anyways because my dad is gonna make me come anyways but i was like dude you can't make me like not do something that i love to do as well you know like i'm over here i've never given you a hard time or anything and eventually yeah me and my brother quit but it was fun while it lasted and um i i even remember too like we had already quit and i think it had been like uh like a day or i mean like a week or or two weeks that passed by after we had already quit and then we went to like church uh like one sunday and the whole band was back together besides us and then it kind of just made us look like the bad people and we're like are you freaking serious but uh, we were kids i was like i think i we i quit when i was like 14 or something like that but yeah it was like nine nine years old the way to 14 years old i was playing drums and um i feel like a lot of people don't know that about me and honestly i forgot that i even played the drums um i don't know maybe i might pull up a picture of me when i when i play the drums and and the picture if i could find it because it's like in a polaroid or something like actual picture but if i could find that picture i'll post it and from there you could see how young i was when i started and even that in that picture i wasn't even like when i started i was like half ways i think if i could remember correctly i was wearing like one of those like side out shirts side out side out uh sweaters ones you buy at mervin's but uh i don't know let me see if i can find one and uh before i go to the next segment the last quick story i want to talk about is if you guys have seen the series once again uh, Paul Rodriguez plays uh, the guitar player for the band. His name is Roger, but uh, I know him mostly as P-Rod, like the professional skater, the guy that has won multiple contests and co-owner of Primitive. Yes, Primitive, the clothing company. He is one of the main reasons why I wanted to watch this series because I want to see how he was uh, acting uh, I seen him in a movie that Rob Dyrdek made a long time ago called Street Dreams, and he was all right, but I was like, you know what? I'm pretty sure he got better. He's older now. He still looks young, but uh, it was funny because, uh, the, well, the only time that we got to meet him was in Bakersfield, and once again, I was with my brother, and uh, I was with my homie Eddie. I think we were with like, our friend Ozzy, too, and I think that was it, but I remember I left work early for that. And, uh, yeah, it was at a skate shop and we didn't meet him till way later in, in the night. Like, I think we arrived at, um, uh, maybe like five o'clock or something like that. And may, we probably didn't get to see him till like eight or something. We were like in line for like three hours or something like that. But, uh, he was a cool guy and everything. Uh, I'll probably post up some pictures and uh, I think I have a video of him too like a selfie thing it was like real quick i got to meet a bunch of other skaters too that day which was pretty cool but uh it was funny because uh i'm pretty sure there's more stories about my freaking brother always uh running into like celebrities or something but i remember this day i was so hyped up like i was so excited uh i think he was like the first uh very famous person that i ever met 
and like i didn't really know how to react to it you know like i was just so like crazy you know like by the time i got to see mac miller i was chill like yeah like i was a little nervous because mac miller is my favorite artist but by that time i had already seen a couple people and i wasn't like all crazy you know like i was i was just like you know what they're like regular people but i remember this day i was freaking out and my brother knew how much uh, i liked him this guy i still like one of my favorite skaters of all time um this guy is like the lebron james of the skate world especially in the time that we got to see him like he was at the very very top and uh yeah i remember uh we were on our way uh we got there the parking lot was packed and my brother knew how much i wanted to see him so he was like oh it's cool you know what like you guys get off right here and um i'll try to find a parking spot but you know get in line already so we're like all right cool um so we got in line we're in line for about i don't know i feel like maybe like close to like 30 minutes or something and my brother still hadn't shown up and then he finally showed up and we're like dude what like you finally found a spot like what took you so long and if anyone on here knows my brother you guys know how that fool is just like always like a jokester like always just doing some dumb stuff so like sometimes it was like kind of hard to believe uh stuff that he would say you know because it was just funny but um yeah he came back and he was like oh dude uh i just met p-rod and we're like okay dude so <laughs> at this time i forgot how old we were I was like, I had to be like 18 or 19, I think. And uh, I don't know why, but my brother used to carry around this freaking, uh, like this little pig. It was like, it was kind of like those little freaking uh, squeaky toy things. I don't even remember where he got it from. It was like a green pig. But for some reason, he was just like always carrying that thing around just like as a joke. And uh, I remember like he was the one that had the Sharpie with him. So he came back and he was like, oh, yeah, I met P-Rod and he signed my pig. And we're like, OK, dude, and he's a fool. Look at it. And then uh, on the bottom of the pig's belly, it said like like P-Rod or Paradrigas. I don't forget how he spells it, but I mean, I have a hat that he got the sign too. But yeah, he showed us and we're like, OK, dude, like you probably just forged that. And he was like, dude, I, I swear, you know, like we had never seen him act like this either. He was like, dude, I swear, like I could even tell you what he's wearing right now. Like he's wearing like this gray hoodie and da 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 or whatever and he was telling us like this whole story like how he met him like he's like dude i just i finally found a parking spot um and i was walking because he had a park in the back and he seen like this uh i think it was like a bus or something that a bunch of people came out of and he recognized p-rod and he said that he went up to him and he was like hey uh are you part rodriguez or i forgot danny i don't know uh how what you did but you said something like that and uh yeah, he said he was cool and stuff, and he was, hey, man, uh, do you mind uh, signing my pig or whatever? And I think he he told me that he, like, laughed or whatever, obviously, just because that fool's freaking clown, but he signed his pig, and yeah, just like he said, by the time we got to see P-Rod, everything that our brother told us was true, the same clothes he had on, what he described he was wearing, I, th- I don't even think my brother went inside because he didn't really care. Like, Duffel's never been the type to be starstruck or anything. But um, if he did go inside, I'm pretty sure he was like, oh, yeah, I remember this guy from the back or whatever. But, yeah, uh, P-Rod is a really cool dude, even still to this day. Uh, I heard him on Ben Baller's podcast. He's still a really humble guy to where he is now, especially. Like, he could have been a douchebag and, you know, all the money he has and everything. He could act like a douchebag if he wants to. He chooses not to because he's not a hater, like I said. And, uh, yeah, that's about all of the story time I have for you guys today. So, uh, A-OK, you know what to do.
as you guys know last week i didn't talk about anything entertainment so today i'm back with it and uh honestly i had a lot on my list i cut off a big chunk of it because i was like you know what i'm not gonna be over here rating all crazy like like i don't know like six things so i was like i'm gonna give them a couple and you know i'll just kind of like whatever i have left i'll just use it for the next episode because i don't want to freaking uh overwhelm you guys with a bunch of stuff to watch or whatever but uh yeah uh i got to see uh that movie holiday finally on netflix i saw uh that week of thanksgiving uh all you guys know i'm a big simp so obviously i loved it it was a rom-com it was better than i expected uh i like everything about it if you guys are into rom-coms i would say definitely watch it and uh yeah it was kind of predictable at times but uh, it has emma roberts in it i love emma roberts i love uh, her like uh actors like zoe deschanel and emma stone so uh yeah yeah i'm a sucker for that stuff so uh i can't really even get into detail with it all i could tell you is that uh, for sure there's like a couple laughs um it was just a really good story it's a kind of explicit too so it's not even just like you're regular corny rom-com so uh, if you like that especially uh for you fools that are in relationships definitely i would say watch that even though you guys are probably gonna watch like freaking like 10 minutes of it and freaking slam after and for my next recommendation i've already talked about this series before but it's finally back on uh for life is finally back on if you have hulu it's on demand you know every time it comes out on a tuesday It'll be on Wednesday or I think midnight or something. So, uh, yeah, Four Life is back on that 50 Cent show I was talking to you about a long time ago, probably like the beginning of this podcast. And if you need a refresher about what it's about, it's about a, it's based on the true life story of I think his name is Isaac Wright Jr. And he goes to prison for something he didn't do. He was framed and he becomes the lawyer in prison and then. It's it's just it's good. I can't really tell you much about it besides that and how he overcomes a lot of stuff, especially being a black man. But I've recommended this show to anybody that asked me like, hey, uh, you have anything good to watch? Anything that you've seen? Like anything you recommend? I always recommend that if they haven't seen it. And ten times out of ten, everyone that I recommend is either hooked on it or they say it's really good. Um, everyone that I've told about it they've already watched it and they're like up to date with the episodes right now i finally caught up to the latest episode today and yeah it's really good so if you guys are into that stuff especially if it's just like has to do with crooked cops and stuff like that i would recommend that you watch this show you won't regret it and uh now for the last thing i'm gonna tell you about and this is uh just about like something to watch uh i finally got to see this movie that um I've been wanting to watch for a while. I just never knew when it was going to come out. I thought it was going to come out next year, but it came out, um, I think, like that week before Thanksgiving or I think it was the week. No, it was the week after Thanksgiving. And it's called Life in a Year. If you have uh, Amazon Prime Video, you could watch it on there for free. I thought you had to pay for it and I was going to pay for it. Like I was like, screw it. Like, I don't mind it. Um, I think it was like around Black Friday. Yeah, it was like right after Black Friday because uh that friday i was like you know what i'm gonna watch something and i was on prime haven't been on prime in a while and they were having a friday black friday specials on prime video and they had king of satin island to buy 
And uh, when I first saw King Staten Island, I wasn't allowed to buy it. They didn't have the option yet. But to rent it was 20 bucks. And I was like, damn, just to rent it. And it said there was a special on King Staten Island for $10 to buy it. So I was like, screw it, I bought it. Uh, haven't got to see it again, but I just bought it. And then, uh, yeah, right after that, I was like, let me look up Life in a Year. And I thought I couldn't find it. But, yeah, it was on there and it was free. And uh, real quick, without me trying to spoil anything, I'm just going to read you off the description of the movie. So it says, the movie follows 17-year-old Darren who finds out that his girlfriend is dying. He sets out to give her an entire life in the last year she has left. So basically, uh, her boyfriend wants to have like all the milestones in one year, that whole year she has left to live and uh the guy darren the main character is played by jaden smith and i freaking love jaden smith um i haven't seen him act in anything since uh i think it was in the get down on netflix and i know a lot of people haven't seen him or yeah like seen him since the karate kid which to me is not the good karate kid it's freaking whack the fool's a big old crybaby in it but i love jaden as a music artist but i was like you know what let me see how he is as an actor you know and um it was really freaking good like he's he got really good at acting a lot of people were talking trash about it but when i was watching it it reminded me a lot of will smith like the i am legend will smith um this movie also has uh i don't know if you guys know her her name is cara delavinge i think that's how you say it she plays the girlfriend um the mom is played by nia long if you guys don't know who nia long is it's the girlfriend and boys in the hood um and it's crazy because uh cuba gooding jr plays the dad so they're both married right so if you guys have seen boys in the hood cuba gooding jr and his girlfriend in it it's them like it's neil long cuba gooding jr and it's crazy that now they're in a movie together like years later but uh i think this was actually filmed uh way uh earlier before covid and all that stuff because um yeah i think isn't like cuba gooding jr like in freaking jail or something for doing something hella gross so um that was a freaking prick in the movie but um yeah like i said when i was watching it, it gave me like the i am legend vibes the way Jaden was acting and so i started doing like more research you know just to check about what the movie is and who produced it and all that well guess what dude uh freaking uh Jaden's parents produced the movie and directed it so yeah, Will Smith and Jada Pinkett Smith made this movie. So I was like, all right, now I could see where all this is coming from. But um, I give it a 10 out of 10. Um, it was really freaking good. Even though it's uh, like a romance movie and stuff, uh, it wasn't predictable. I thought it was going to be very predictable where like, you know, everything's going to happen. Like usually, you know, but um it caught me off guard like two or three times like where i didn't think something was gonna happen and it did so yeah for that i gave it a 10 out of 10 um obviously it, people are gonna say it could be better but in my opinion it was really good and i can't wait to see you uh Jaden and other stuff and also a perk of this movie was uh big sean featured in it for a little bit and i had no idea like i was just watching it and there's a scene you know where like he goes to a concert or whatever and big sean literally comes out and he's he talks for like a little bit but i was like what that's crazy you know like if you got you guys already know how much i love big sean so i was like damn that was just like another plus for me and speaking of music if you guys don't already know 
this morning I got some of the best news that I could have gotten this whole year because this whole year has been freaking trash. But Kid Cudi is finally dropping Man on the Moon 3 this Friday, technically Thursday at like 9 o'clock. But yeah, he's finally dropping it and I'm hella excited, especially everyone that's big Kid Cudi fans. Um, damn, we've been waiting for this for a while and I can't wait to see or see. I mean, I can't wait to hear this. And I'm not expecting it to be just like his other projects because, you know, I've gotten to the point where I know that artists are constantly trying to evolve. And especially with this project, um, the whole thing is pretty much like he's on an adventure. So I'm not expecting it to sound like the first man on the moon or the second one, you know. So uh, I just hope it sounds good. I hope, you know, I feel it and stuff. Um, it took me a while just to like speeding bullet to heaven. And I don't like the whole thing, but I like it. And I hope uh, all of us Kid Cudi fans uh, like it as well. You know, we've been waiting for this forever. So hopefully, and you know, I'm not going to try to raise my expectations or anything like that. But if it took that many years to make this, then it must be good. And that's all I have to talk about today. I also have a new quote for you guys. And this goes for anyone that, you know, has goals, but they haven't seen any progress because they think that it's supposed to happen overnight. But guess what? Something great is not going to happen overnight. If it takes work, just know that the outcome will be worth it. So here it goes. Anything fast don't last. And if it makes you anxious, it must take patience. Bars. That was all freaking me. That was on the top of my head right now. <laughs> but hey, thank you guys once again for tuning in. I appreciate all you guys. Please tell everyone you know about this, about the podcast. Tell your homies, tell your freaking boss. Next time you're in a busy line waiting for something and you want something to talk about, tell your tell those people, hey, uh, have you listened to In Bones Mind? <laughs> but hey, thank you guys once again. Please subscribe if you haven't already. I'll see you guys next week. And I'm going to throw on some old cutty just to finish this off. But hey, see you guys. I'm out. Peace. See, I was born back in 84 Without a damn clue what was in store And furthermore, even if I did, bruh i do it all again, real shit, bruh Advocate of rapping and doing me I ended up rapping and renewing me Ended up being better than the last A whole new cutter for the new class Every time I think about the first step I ever took alone Made me realize the prince was made for the throne Defeated the beast, sword from stone Smoking so much weed, I'm better off alone I'm so gone, nevertheless I can't disappear stress My life's way beyond, yo mama knows best but can't forget that I'm blessed But feel so cursed Cause I can't stop a curse from spitting Without feeling like I'm phony Cause I speak my thoughts every time I think them up I guarantee you I would win If I was ever wrong, this moment ain't it So I'm psychic in the end I think my thoughts in reality lets them end Go higher up.